Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another DIY Money. DIY Money. What? What? Kathy's kicking in. What? Extra coffee this morning. Oh, yeah? What was the coffee blend this morning, Daniel? Uh, This morning, I am drinking Ethiopian, I think it's pronounced Banco, B-A-N-K-O, washed uh, oh, it's a. This is an ending. <laughs> no, keep going. The, it's out of a uh, fancy little roaster in Floyd, Virginia. Uh, Red Rooster Roaster in Floyd, Virginia. Got some beans a little while ago, and uh, it's good. It's nice and light. You know, it's it's actually a little overly light for the cool weather that's kicking in. I'm wow. gonna have to go darker here in the next couple weeks. <laughs> alert! Alert! Coffee snob. Ah, okay, here we go. I like the coffee. What are you drinking? Uh, styrofoam cup <laughs> out of the break room here at the radio station. So there you go. It's actually not bad. It's a Starbucks blend, a uh, little pod thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Enjoying it. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. It does the same. Give me the same boost. Does it have hints of grapefruit? Like uh, a tinge of tangerine. Huh? And a bit of styrofoam. Here we go. All right, our question today, we did not get the name on this question, so we're going to just make up an anonymous name, and we will call her Christy. <laughs> All right, Christy, what's your question? D-I-Y! I was just wondering what your stance was on 0% loans. We purchased a van about two years ago on 0% financing. We have no credit card debt, and our mortgage is paid off, and I was just wondering if it made sense to pay off the van just to have it paid off and have it be completely ours and not have the the dealings with the bank and having it come out of our checking and savings each month or if it would make more sense to invest that money into a low-risk mutual fund or investment or CD and leave the monthly payments coming out of our checking at the 0%. Thanks. Before we hit the question, I want to give a huge bravo shout out to Christy and fam. Got a minivan, so it's fam. Mm -hmm. For their unbelievable financial prudence, following a budget, paying off debt, paying off. Did she say paying off the mortgage? I think so. Boom. Impressive. Mic drop. Christy, way to go on all of that. Now we're getting into particulars we're getting into the semantics of finance so i have uh some interesting thoughts on this want to hear daniel's first go ahead daniel i'm gonna wager to say that we might be in slightly different camps on this uh so i want to preface first uh zero percent interest rate if you're getting into a zero percent interest rate on the front end so for those listeners who are shopping around for something and and there's a place offering you 0% interest. That could be for a car. uh, That could be a loan for stuff at a store, et cetera. But oftentimes 0% interest rate is kind of a hook to get you in. And uh, I'm not saying that's the case for for Christy. This loan might have been um, back a while back and uh, auto loans may have been at a good place. But a lot of times it's either for a new car and there's some incentives worked in for the uh, dealership to where they can offer 0%, or there's some type of 
fine print or you're paying more overall through the price because of closing costs, et cetera. So uh, what I would say is if somebody is getting a 0% on the front end for something, do your homework, figure out why that 0% when other loans in the market are not 0% when, you know, like you just go to your bank. If you can't get a 0% through your bank, then ask yourself why you're getting 0% somewhere else. But assuming uh, that we got a good 0% loan, we got a great van that's running well for the family, et cetera. Where I would be in this camp is you are now sort of floating these funds um, at the bank's expense, if you will. So th there is no economic benefit to paying off that loan right now. There is a psychological benefit, and you alluded to both of these in your question, um, you know, and sort of uh, alluding to or kind of saying, you know, do I just kind of be done with the bank, not have to worry about the payment, et cetera. So there is a psychological side. But from a you know purely semantics, financial, economic side, what I would do is I would open up a high-yield savings account at one of the banks that you like uh, that's paying at least 1.75%, something of that nature. I would put the entire car payoff in that. And then uh, I would set up, uh, assuming that you can set up an auto draft from that savings account to your car loan, I would set it up that way and I would have it come out every month so you don't even have to think about it. It is effectively paid off. In your mind, it might still be annoying to know that there's a loan out there, but you are making, in the meantime, the spread. Um, now, if that psychology totally frustrates you and bothers you to know that there's a loan out there, uh, then you can pay it off. But in the meantime, you can make the spread. You can make the interest. You can be the bank of Christie who uh, receives interest on money but pays out zero interest. All right, I'm going to uh, piggyback this with a personal story. I will say my guess, I could be totally wrong, my guess is they bought a new van. Mm -hmm. Now, I've never bought a new automobile in my life um, because I struggle with the idea of what it loses the moment it drives off the lot. There is a significant incentive for a dealership to sell you a new automobile, and therefore they can often lower their interest rates even at a loss because they're making such profit on a new automobile. That's already happened. Maybe it just was such an incredible thing. You know, you're in a great financial position. So if you want to buy a new van, you don't have a mortgage, you know, more power to you. Bravo to you. Those out there that are looking at this, again, I think you got to read the fine print. Let me tell you my exact specific example story that happened to me several years ago. Went in, was looking at a used, slightly used Honda Civic that I ended up purchasing. The interest rate for said Honda Civic, not zero, but was like 1.2. Had the money, was willing to pay cash, but ultimately had it invested. This was not emergency fund money. This was just investment account money and knew or felt pretty confident that over the life of that loan, I would be able to uh, outperform in the financial markets my interest rate on that loan. So I financed it. Then I had to go through the financing hurdle. And I'll tell you, no disrespect to the auto dealers out there, but the financing office, the department of financing in the auto shop is like dreadful. Well, that's where they make the money. Oh, so I knew I was going in, had to brace myself. Kind of, you know, have a glass of water, kind of get get psyched up, you know, be, you know, focus on my no, no, thank you. No, I'm not interested. I appreciate the offer, but no, 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 no. But I went in and I sat down and I got the pitch on the warranty. 
you know, the this beautiful multicolored chart. Here's your current warranty. You know, it lasts this, this, and this. And, you know, but if you, you know, in four years, you know, you you drive off and your wheel falls off and your your transmission goes out and blah, blah, blah. You're not going to be covered for this, this, and this. And this can be a significant expense, et cetera. And so for this, you know, very small $7, $8, whatever, I'm making these numbers up, a month charge on your payment. Everything was in terms of payment. Remember, this individual had no idea that I was willing to write a check. So they just thought I was speaking in payment terms. And that's what they do in the dealership. They talk about in payment terms. Everything is in payment terms. I once asked someone, you know, what their what their vehicle costs. They said, uh, it's $459 a month. And I said, yeah, but what was it? They didn't even know. They knew it was $459 a month. That's all they thought of. This was in payment terms. You got to avoid that. So I went in. I got the discussion about all the rest of this. I basically said, look, it's a Honda Civic. Uh, I, I've seen these now be driving on the road for 20 years. My mother has one. It's like 1982. She still drives it. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to be okay. I appreciate it, but I'm going to pass on that. Then came the, you know, do we want to upgrade the sound system? Do we want to put uh, an alarm on it, you know, with safety today? And we could only do this for another $10, et cetera, et cetera. No, I didn't want to do it. Do I want to insure the loan? You know, that way, heaven forbid, I get hit by a bus. You know, my wife doesn't have to, to take over this payment. There's some loan insurance. No, no, I'm, I'm really good. I really appreciate it. And, and I got to the point. And and I was just look. He's doing his job. I get it. Working hard probably gets a commission on all. I'm not. Everybody's got to feed their family. I'm fine with it. I just had to keep saying no, and it, it was got very frustrating. But Daniel, I made it through the gauntlet. I got through it. Got to the other side. I said no to everything. You can do it. The final piece for me was, I want to make sure there's no prepayment penalty. In the event I get annoyed with this loan, and I because I know thyself, and that's going to be the summary of what I'm going to tell um, our anonymous emailer, uh, voicemailer, is you got to know thyself. Ultimately, I wanted to make sure there was no prepay, no, no, no prepayment penalty, et cetera. Okay, great. I got the loan. My loan was through, I believe it was Huntington Bank. For some reason, a lot of auto loans are through Huntington Bank. I immediately was began paying Huntington Bank for this for this car. Okay, month one, two, three, four, five, whatever, paying the payments, et cetera. And then it just got annoying. And I'm just going to be frank. It was annoying. It was annoying every month to, now you would have probably automated it. You would, Now remember, this money was sitting in an investment account, so I was theoretically using it. So I had to move money in, then send it. Yes, I'm sure I could have done something technologically you did not thought about it and blah, whatever. I'm sure I could have done that. I didn't do it. I had to move it into my bank. I had to send it in. It finally got to the point where this was so annoying. And I, I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to pay it off. You can do it. And thus began, oh my, the process, as Daniel would say. I'm trying to incorporate that, by the way. I remember all of these phone calls, by the way, of you, oh. Huntington Bank. Yeah, so faxes. how do I, okay, now what's my payoff? Because it says on this statement, I owe $12,527. Well, my seven-day payoff, my 10-day payoff, my $20 million pay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. I'm going to go ahead and, and send this in. Oh, no, 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 you can't, you can't do that. Wait, you've been taking my payment every month. But now I can't send in a check for this payment. No, no, we need a we need a certified bank check, or or a wire transfer. Oh my! So then I got annoyed and I said, okay, well, if my payoff is twelve thousand five hundred twenty-seven dollars, you know what I'm going to do? 
going to pay or twelve. I'm going to pay twelve thousand five hundred dollars and apply it to principal. And I did. And I thought, ha ha! I'll show them. Paid my twelve thousand five hundred dollars. I got my invoice or whatever next month. Twenty seven dollars. Okay. Now I call them up. I'd like to just pay off this twenty seven dollars. Can I do that? No, you can't. You got a, a certified bank check. Wait, I owe $27. You just took $12,500. Now you can't take $27. No, no, I'm sorry. Guess what ultimately happened? I had to trot on down to my bank, get a $27 bank check, and then I was hit with a couple hundred dollars in a fee for a prepayment penalty. What? Holy bank balance, Batman. Ultimately had to call up the financing department at the auto play. Um, I was told I did not have a prepayment penalty. I'm looking through all of my documents. I do not see anything about a prepayment penalty. It was ultimately credited. It was fine. But holy cow, was it a pain. Now, I'm not the most technologically savvy and or patient individual. I understand that. So maybe if you are and you have the opportunity to take a 0% for the next five years and get one or two in a, in a high-interest savings account, you're going to make money. But do the math. If it's a 20 or let's say it's a $30,000 automobile, what's 1% of 30000 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now over five years, hey, that's $1,500. That's a big savings. I get it. If, in fact, you're doing that. If, in fact, you are doing that with your money and you want to go through that process, that's perfectly fine. Now, just run the numbers. I'll, last story I'll tell you, and this is, again, running the numbers. I'll never forget when my, when my mother was not going to get gas at one particular in, uh, station because it was, you know, 20 cents higher than the next. And I said, I said, Mom, and I was with her, I said, really, we're, we're going to keep driving out of our way. I wasn't going to do the math on the driving out of the way. But it's, it's 20 cents cheaper, Quint. Yes, absolutely. And I, I appreciate the frugality. I said, Mom, your tank holds 12 gallons. I said, that is $2.40 that you're going to save. She goes, that's it? Really? Yeah. Now, mind you, if you do that every two weeks for the rest of your life, that's a lot of money. And I commend her on that. But we were going to drive out of the way to get that ultimately putting us possibly late to where we were going, yada, yada. Sometimes you just got to bite the bullet. So it's not always math, in my opinion. comes down to knowing thyself and your psychology. But our opinions differ slightly. Daniel, I think, would do it exactly as you probably should mathematically. I got annoyed with it, and that was my process to pay that stupid thing off. So hopefully that helps, Christy. And again, bravo to you and your family for being in the financial position to make these decisions. Bravo. Keep up the great work. You've been listening to DIY Money. If you are new to the show, you can participate. It's really simple. Send us a voice memo through your smartphone. Get on the Apple iPhone, or you'll have to download something for your Android. You can send us a voicemail to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Follow us on Insta. What are we up to? We're up 300. Boom. That's not enough. Thousands and thousands of people listen to this podcast. You are probably all, based on our general idea of our demographic, have Instagram. Follow us on Instagram 
Daniel's doing a great job putting out cool little things, tips, techniques, etc. That's DIY.money, DIY.money, or on Twitter, DIYMoneyQ. That's at DIYMoneyQ. All right, friends, remember the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do it for a very, very long time. We'll see you next week. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.